2.57 p.m. Tuesday, March 20th. This is episode 43 of Wicked Happy. Yeah, here we are. Gentlemen, we have a special guest here today. We have mm. Will Star, the Woo! one and only. Woo! William, welcome. Thank you. Will the fallen star. What was it like being born in heaven, honestly? It was okay. It was okay. I'm actually from uh, the town of Bethlehem in New Hampshire, mm. so I am the star of Bethlehem. Damn, dude. My father was a carpenter. Still is. He's not dead. Literally? Literally. Yeah. Without any figurative piece to that at all. Oh, we were having a phone. All right, let's ruin the show. Yay! 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 <laughs> Since then, I have been called Messiah. Jesus. Uh... And how is the homecoming when you actually go back to Bethlehem? Is it is it parade style? Crucifixions? <laughs> uh, I gotta hang out a lot. I gotta hang out a lot. I gotta do the rounds. Right. People wanna know, hey. Hang out mm-hmm. on a can cross. You, can you water my wine? Can you wine my water? You a, lot of, I mean? a lot of healing. A lot of healing. A lot of hurting, really. Uh. I mean, I'm a shepherd by trade, so that's kind of my deal. Yeah, with yeah. a D, not the T. No, yeah. Not, not hurting. Yeah. First of all, no. why would you cause people pain? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've heard it. You're hurt. I would never. Well, I might. So, Will, you work at uh, none other than a, a restaurant called Opaque. Opaque, indeed. Uh, tell us about this exclusive dining experience. Okay. Opaque offers a dining experience which is pretty much exclusive to itself. I think there may be one or two other... Uh, companies in Europe that do a similar thing, but I know in the United States we're the only people who offer this dining experience. It's in the dark. So we're talking dark as in you can't even see your hand in front of your face. You can't see the food. There is no light whatsoever in the dining room. You, uh, you, you walk into the, to the restaurant and out front there's a host. You, you, your order is taken there, at which point... You are led in by the servers to the dark room. Is it like a hand-holding experience? <laughs> oh my God. Like, how are you led in? Uh, Elephant wait, walk? The, the, <laughs> it, li- literally, you're not far off. The servers, Ooh. this is a twist, the servers are blind. Legally blind people. Oh, are you serious? I am totally and completely serious. They, uh... Wait, they, they're, they're like, blind like, like even... In the light, in the dark, they see nothing. Uh, so it doesn't matter to them really. Uh, overall, they you know were they hired because their other senses are so good. They were hired. They were hired because it's easier for them uh, in the dark. They've already practiced uh, their <laughs> See, whole this lives. Is like, this is like the great Anton of prestige. Of, actually, a lot of them went blind like later in life, uh, and some of them can see some, but don't see well. They they are all legally blind. Uh, some of them can see forms and shapes or light. Uh, some of them can't see color at all. Uh, it's actually pretty fascinating working with them. I, you know what I mean? Like they, you know, the stories they tell about their, you know, getting around growing right. up and all of that is pretty fascinating. Uh, but yeah, they come out. That's wild. They come out. There is a, there is a structure, uh, that you walk through. Um, it's got copyrighted, so I can't tell you exactly what it is, but, um, you walk through it in order; it keeps the light oh, from yeah, the room, probably, ah, so yeah. so ah. you don't have any breakage it's of like light. It's like a dark room, sort of. 
kind of thing. You have to right. Really you have to conscious. go through a, a little maze in order to get into the room, so the light can't get into the room. So you get you the the blind server comes out. Uh, you're greeted by them after you've taken your they've taken your order uh, with the host. Basically, you you line up hand on their sho- uh, hand on their shoulder. Uh, and if there's like two or three people, you just line up and hand, oh, hand to shoulder like. it back. And then you walk in, you follow them in through into the darkness. Uh, they, they lead you to your table. They set you down. They tell you what's on the table and what's in front of you. Uh, at which point in the back, uh, I run around. This is my job. My job is to be in back. Uh, I'm an expo basically to okay. the servers. Right. So I set up, uh, everything that they're going to need. So if they need, uh, so if their tray has drinks on it, I tell, I set their tray up, give them the drinks, tell them what, what everything is and where it is on the tray. Wow. Because uh, oh they, they can't see anything, obviously. Uh, so when they come back to me, I say, you have uh, two waters and you have two Cokes. Uh, then you, uh, left to right, you have a Coke, a Diet Coke, a Sprite. Usually I try and do it in alphabetical order left to right. So if they forget, they can go, okay, well, it was, Dude, it was that is so, so much. I know it's alphabetical, so I can get there. Uh, and That's then when their lot. entrees wow. come out, you know, you know, you have a beef. It has this, this, and this. Uh, it, we have a limited menu so that it's easier for, you know, everybody. Uh, it's, we don't do a huge, huge menu. There's a, there's a filet. There's a, a chicken there's uh, a salmon dish and there's a vegetarian dish, so we can basically tell them beef in front, chicken behind, you know, fish on the second level, uh, depending on what what the people got. And then if there's any like specialty items, for instance, no cheese on this, no cheese on that, you know, you got two beefs. The one in front <laughs> has no cheese. The one behind it's, has cheese. You have to orchestrate the whole thing. Yeah. From basically, I'm I'm. Well, here's what I'm confused I'm, about is. How many times do people go into the wrong bathrooms? Oh, so you, if you, <laughs> how do you know where the men's room oh, is? You, 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 the, it's operated out of a back room, but anything you need, like facility wise, it, you, you get led back out you to, to, the, to oh, the light okay, okay. where the host is. And then you get, so we have, um, we have walkie talkies. And basically if someone needs to come out, you walkie talk to the host. You're like, I'm bringing table 22 out. You bring them out. Uh, the hostess lets them go to the bathroom, then the hostess will be like, 22 is ready to come back in. Wow. And you, they, the servers will come back out and lead them back in. Dude, dude. Um, um, yeah, are, are there... But it's a very cool experience. It's a very cool experience because you, you really, I've only eaten kookaroo in there, but <laughs> eat, even kookaroo tastes better in the dark. <laughs> dude, that's unbelievable. It just kind of automatically heightens that the other experiences, yeah. right? Yeah. It, yeah. And it automatically heightens... <gasps> Uh, smell, which is obviously very related to taste, uh, your taste buds, um, and just uh, a lot of people freak out in there. Really? I was going to ask that. A right? lot of people, people are scared. The, being right. in that much darkness, uh, claustrophobia is a, is a oh, thing. People yeah. get nervous because if it's that dark, it feels like there's, you know, like you're, and people get paranoid about, like, I, I can't see around me. I don't have control of my situation. Yeah, they have How to let gonna, go. Yeah, they have to let go. They oh, have to I like it. I like it's kind like of being free. in the womb, a little bit, except less warm and gushy. Less umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> less less umbilical cord. You're not eating through your belly button. That's right. the only thing. Right. Yeah. Unless they want to serve that, if that's one of the platters. No, we, we <laughs> nobody would know. No. <laughs> oh, Substitute. Yeah. It'd be a really good place if you like to molest your coworkers. Oh yeah. Because nobody would oh, know yeah. whose hands. Yeah. So or or truly yeah. blind dates. 
Oh, <laughs> the blindest. Is that wait, your wait. slogan? The only re- real blind date. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've actually had people um, come in on blind dates, and they'll they'll orchestrate themselves. So one person will come in like ten minutes before the other, so oh that we'll bring them into the room and then bring the other person in the room so oh they can God. have an actual blind date that's unbelievable. where they never see each other. I smell a reality show. Yeah, that's like ridiculous. Have you yeah. been at, at the... We've had a couple shows come in. Uh, Ellen, oh, okay. Ellen did an episode yeah. uh, with us. I don't know if it got aired because there was some you know, some friction in contracting. But um, I know Ellen did an episode where she brought some of her people in. Uh, they, you know, Movies have done a bunch. Uh, oh, okay. When in Rome did a, did oh, a they version did. of it. Oh, okay. Uh, that movie that nobody else saw but me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nice. But it's yeah they they've, uh, there's been some been some certain uh, certain shows coming in and, and checking it out because it is it's a cool concept but we don't do the night vision goggle thing uh, our our servers are blind some places will you know they'll do the night vision goggle for their servers have you have you tried the food I've tried the food the food is great is the it? food is really good I, I actually really like the food um, and you're paying for the food which is good it's a it's a what a Five courses, basically. Oh my god, that's oh, so great! So it's like a set menu. Oh, it's I a love set it. menu. Mm. You get you get um, you get a couple choices within each each piece of the menu. So you get an amuse bouche, uh, followed by a salad, uh, followed by a, a crudité, uh, followed by your entree, followed by a dessert. Um, Delicious. So all, the, yeah. all that's included <laughs> in the in the in the set price, and then uh, and then drinks are extra uh, because. They're extra. That's sure. what it is. Wow. If I if I had the uh, the means, I would certainly want to try that experience. It it's sounds very, amazing. It's a very cool experience. Yeah. Or you could just get a van, <laughs> put up tarps on all the windows, and invite and a, gir- a girl and, into and it. Our children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do they have daycares like this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder how it would calm the kids down, probably. Or freak uh, or, them out. Yeah, or, they, that would be a, or they'd go insane. Yeah. Sure. Or the, And there would be no accountability. Yeah, and speaking of accountability, <laughs> no, the accountability like is we hired anyways. this guy. No one seems to complain about him, but we can't see what he's doing in there. We have no clue. You guys have um, there's like got to be regulations. I mean, you've you've told me before there's yes. certain things that go on in this restaurant. There are people enjoy uh, the people who truly enjoy going into the dark. People who don't get freaked out. Some of them uh, enjoy it because there's a certain freedoms that you can. Do in a, in a public restaurant that you can't maybe do <laughs> like in a erections, home. like shirts coming off. Ah, oh, uh, okay. people taking off clothing while they sit and really? eat. Um, wow. we don't we don't condone it necessarily, but we aren't we aren't real hard hard charging about making sure. Is that, there like know. a and sometimes you don't know because it's dark. Is there a sniper you know. tower where it's like someone's not just regulating the whole place? <laughs> no, 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 no. No one's no one in there can see. So <laughs> wow, wow. It's, uh, there is an emergency uh, button that if there's an emergency, we can hit the button and, the, and a light will turn How on. How disturbing would that be? You, you I mean, know that's, I mean? yeah, but I'll, that's I'll only look. under emergency. <laughs> Everybody's getting it on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there is some, yeah. I mean, certain tables will ask the servers just to kind of leave them alone for a while. Oh, okay. uh, which, you know, usually the server is fine with, you know, come back and check on us. They say bit. that? They They'll say that. They'll be like, can you just leave us alone for a while? Because they want to, you know, get frisky. Uh, and most of the time, 
uh, it doesn't go that far. Uh, obviously, if it, it's going too far and, you know, other diners are, you know, disturbed by it or it's becoming a... There's heavy uh, We will ask them to stop or we will escort them out. Uh, because we can't... How often that. is that? Uh, hardly ever. I, I have... Ne- oh, okay. In my experience, yeah. I've never had it happen. Uh, one of the servers was telling me that at some point they had to escort some people out because they were they were truly getting rambunctious about the whole thing. <laughs> what about pickpockets? Pick, pick oh, pockets. there we go. Pickpockets with night vision goggles. <laughs> there aren't there aren't that many gypsy kids that come in, so the pickpocketing's low. <laughs> if you were in, if you were pickpocket and you brought night vision, oh, yeah. night vision goggles in there, you would clean up every Dude, night. Oh, every ridiculous. night. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, if you were a pickpocket and you were just good at it in the dark, yeah, you know, you could easily clean up in there. I mean, even like a food pickpocket, someone who just like to steal food from other people. Oh my! But that's God. the other funny part is people people will bring like people will be like, "Can I get the rest of this to go?" And you'll, they'll bring the plate out and there'll be like one chunk of meat on it. Oh really? And so you'll be like, "Should I really wrap it up for them <laughs> or tell them?" Dude, cause oh, because they don't you know. Can't, you can't find. <laughs> it. Sometimes you you think you've it's, eaten. It's like some, right, it's, and you're like, "Oh, maybe there's more on here." It's like, Whatever. Half on the plate. Take it to go. <laughs> it's gotta be weird to not know what you're putting in your mouth. Or you know? yeah, or what you're what you know, like you because I when I when I ate kookaroo in there, um, you go <laughs> oh, I heard about that. And you 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 dump food onto this plate, and then you're like, but finding the edge of your plate, right? And you're not, you're kind of forking into hoping that you're getting to something that you want to eat. Is there a, sometimes a disaster afterwards? <laughs> oh, we've had plates on the floor. People knock drinks over all yeah. the time. Oh, I'm sure the yeah. drinks get knocked I mean, over. Yeah. yeah, I come with your bib on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's it gets wild in there. Uh, and cleaning up afterwards is usually just like you what, hose it down. What? Happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What happened in here? But, oh, that's yeah. so cool. Um, people lose things. I mean, all the time. People will be like, oh, well, "Or it's my the phone's in there, or my, you know, I don't know where I left it." You know, because they'll come in and they'll set their stuff down and not it's, think like, "I should probably remember where exactly." I feel like I right. There should down. be like a list of things. So they'll be like, I, "My coat's in there somewhere." Now, what if people? I mean, they're you don't take their phones. No, no, no. So they can go flashlight mode. Nope, and no, cheat. We, we um. You can't you can't turn anything on or else you'll be immediately escorted. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. Oh. If you turn any light on at all, if you you know, because it ruins the other diner's experience. Yeah. Oh, uh, right, so if you yeah. turn anything on, if you turn any light on, you will be escorted out. And we ask them to turn their cell phones off before going in, so that you know it doesn't light up when it rings or something. Now I yeah. have an urgent desire to wear a glow in the dark suit. This place would that be a problem? <laughs> that is a, totally a problem. Totally yeah. a problem. Yeah, there can be absolutely Jeez. no light. Cheese. What happened to the first? Co- what happened to my constitutional to, rights? There are rules, cheese. We have to like cloth all the doorways. Like no light can get in. We have to yeah. like make sure even the vents in the seal, oh, like yeah. the air conditioning vents. We have to make sure those aren't you know emitting any light because the the sunlight will come through them. And even that little bit of light, you can see it in the dark, and it's just oh like, yeah, right, right. But you. It's wild to have your eyes try and adjust mm. to no light and still get no light. Because even in your yeah, room, you right. close your eyes. There's and you're always like, well, light. Yeah, my my eyes it's, will adjust. I'll start to be able to see shapes and stuff. Nothing. Yeah, in L.A., you're. I mean, yes, yeah. daylight. Yeah, at nighttime sometimes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, with all right. the light pollution. For yeah, sure. exactly. So that that is a wild experience. And Opaque. when did you when did you start? How long have you worked here? Uh, I've worked there for. Oh, Less than a year. Uh, it'll be a year this summer. Okay. So less. Like and you really you less. love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, they they do um, a lot in uh, supporting uh, uh, like blind research. 
Um, really? So that we do uh, events around the country that are getting money to to help science, you know, figure out, you know, uh, cure blindness and uh, getting more money for you know blind schools right. for you know all the, all the kind of. You know, there's the Braille Institute downtown in L.A., but, you know, mm. there's a lot of, you go around and there's a lot of schools that lack a, an ability to really deal with um, teaching blind. Oh, wow, and, really? You know, teaching Braille. And sure. So all of those things, we do events around the country, and I actually get flown out to a bunch of those to help work them, which is a lot of fun. Damn. Um, so, this is oh, not just right a on. restaurant yeah. job. This is a real deal. It's yeah, a philosophy. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of fun, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun, and, and usually, you know, it's a great cause, obviously. Sure. I'm guessing blind people have really shitty resumes. Yes, but do they, they just write "I'm blind"? <laughs> or like for your for their purposes? That you, no, no. Like think like how do you know what your resume says? Is there is there, a, is, there a, is there can you print in Braille? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Braille but is, but for surfaces of a Braille. blind server, there wasn't a big vetting process, right? People walk in and say, "I'm a blind server." Hey, you're hired. Well, usually <laughs> right? usually it's like, "Hey, I'm I'm blind." And then they go, can you serve? And they go, I think so. <laughs> you know well, there you mean? go. Like, That's the like process. It, yeah. Mo- most of the time what they're looking for, because, you know, the the process is, you know, obviously these people are, are very good at what they do. But, um, you know, a lot of it is is just learning uh, how fast they can pick up, you know, a room. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you can walk into this room. How fast can you kind of understand and know the room so you're not bumping into things? Yeah. Uh, how fast can, you know, are you cheerful and wonderful? You know, still right. have all the kind of skills that everyone else has to have where you have to be cheerful and meet people at the table and, you know, field conversation and sure. uh, all of those, all of those things. But it, you know, I, you know, I haven't really looked into how they hire. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I don't need to know. I'm not in the curious. HR. But yeah. It's, yeah. you know, I, I wonder the same thing. Like, was, there, just, was it a cattle call? It's was just there a big spatial, line? right? And when they walk around, it's just, spa- they know the space. Right, yeah. The, the, I set up the tables every every day the same way so right. they know. And then when they come in, uh, you'll see them go to the tables and adjust so they know they'll get their bearings. They'll, they'll feel the wall and then wow. they'll walk to the table. So they know the table is always this far from the wall. And so the spaces between the tables are the right size. Mm-hmm. So that, you know... So they get a bearing every every night, uh, but mm. the the setup is basically the same every night. Okay. Um, so that they know there's a basic route around, and to get to the, some of the inner tables, there's a nice path. So they, but the, yeah, they get they get it all memorized out. Are there textures on the floor or on the plates on the cups that help them tell what is what? Um, or the floors like all the same? The floor is the same. There's, there's no the, difference. In there's the- there's a. Uh, as you come out of the back, there's there's one rug, uh, like a runner rug. Oh, so people can feel that. So you can, yeah. so you can, when they walk in, that's the main thoroughfare bringing people to their tables, uh, and that rug stops, basically runs the span of the dining room, so they can they know when they've kind of reached the other Wild. end a little bit. But it's yeah, I mean, in between the tables, there's no, there's no way they just count steps. I'm sure it's like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> it's it's a little there's certainly yeah like a lot into of possibilities the yeah with there, it. it really is yeah or a John Krakauer novel you know into the thin air into the darkness <laughs> right into, into the, the dark restaurant here we the go dark restaurant. yeah climb your way out <laughs> right right the Iger sanction blind sustenance <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it just throwing that out there blind sustenance copyrighted yeah. get that more <laughs> get Rucker Hauer on board. <laughs> and the and the popularity with this place Fury? is it 
uh, reserve is the reservations like are reservation. Up? It's reservation only. Uh, it's uh, usually you can get you can get booking pretty pretty. Oh, it's not that. It's not it's not out booked. Uh, but it, we serve from five five thirty to basically last reservation comes in at at seven forty five to eight. Okay. Uh, because it takes us an hour. The experience is supposed to be an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. Right. Uh, to get people in and out. So. It's seven forty-five, eight. Everyone's out by nine thirty. Uh, the it's only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the club that it's attached to, which is the V Lounge in Santa Monica, okay, uh, opens at ten. So we have to make sure the dining mm. experience is over oh, by I then. I see. So before it gets bumping, yeah, before it gets bumping. But uh, five thirty uh, through through seven forty-five to eight. Thursdays we're open till like we take reservations till eight thirty. But yeah, you guys do breakfast. We don't do breakfast, only dinner. <laughs> Sunday brunch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buffet? Yeah, go, go to the buffet. Yeah. Go There's no and... salad bar. That's what you're so saying. That would be a wild idea. A blind buffet. <laughs> oh, that would be a wild idea. That is ridiculous. I hope so. I uh, yeah. hope so. I'm yeah. picking something. Sneeze guard. Yeah. I feel like that, that should be on like... Fear factor. Yeah. <laughs> so one's noodles and one's caterpillars. Yeah, worms. Yeah, if you're rolling on a bed after St. Patty's Day, you don't want to be having that dining no. experience. Oh, God. No. no. It's not you want to know the kind of salty you want, meat you're putting <laughs> in. Yeah. How's the St. Patty's Day, gentlemen? Uh, great. Oh, great. Then, How about you? Uh, it Let was, me, yeah. Yeah, Sonny, uh, went to Sonny McLean's. They had a, a bagpipes going on there for two hours. Ooh. Great. And and say you know St. Patty's Day at Sunny McLean's Irish Bar you know can't people, go wrong you can't go wrong there so that was good but it was it was daytime get it done get out of the way and get back here I feel like here. people always oh, yeah. go wrong there <laughs> that's what I mean yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? right right well that's the thing is we I mean I didn't even want to try late night at any bars because I was just like you know the lines gonna get worse and worse it's yeah. gonna be oh yeah you I'm have like, to especially the Irish yeah. places it's Tom Virgins you ever been to Tom Bur- Virgins yeah, yeah you gotta go there at eight a.m. yeah you gotta be there <laughs> where's, where's that it's on. Fairfax, Wilshire. I think. Wilshire. Oh, okay. Wilshire. Wilshire and Fairfax. Basically. Nice. Okay. Uh, and it's an Irish bar. And it's a cool bar. But yeah, you got to be there at 8 in the morning because the line is already started. 8 yeah. in the morning. Ooh. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's an all-day affair. Yeah, you got to be really Don't even into, think about it. really thirsty. <laughs> really into St. Patrick. Like, you're, people that go there at 5 a.m., hey, let's go to Tom Bergen's on St. Pa- <laughs> what? Yeah. What? You're not getting in. Yeah, yeah no way. No. Um, so, yeah, you gentlemen? Well, I feel like... Uh, Finally, St. Patrick's Day ended because I just had this corned beef that you were talking about. Ooh, that's what tell us that's about what that. Really happened uh, when we were done with the bar. I said I'd have certain things that mm-hmm. are that are special. I've got I had chicken that had been marinating since the night before. Threw that in the smoker. I used mesquite for the first time, and then the the corned beef went into a five pound brined corned beef. And it sat in there for a good four and a half, maybe five hours, and uh, that's what you guys just tasted. What does five pounds of corned beef look like? I mean, was that is that a, is that like a bread loaf worth? Is yeah. that, that was the thing. That, that was, did you see okay. It? Was that, that it? That, that was, was it. Well, that was like basically was you, you, you saw like half saw? of it. Okay, it half of it had been eaten, so it's okay. it's huge. So it's like a pumpernickel loaf. Yeah, it it's is. It's big. It is like a loaf of bread. Yeah, but heavier. 
meteor. Yeah, obviously, obviously the density is different. Yeah, the... Oh, well, obviously. obviously. <laughs> Glasses up. If you calculate the fat-to-muscle ratio. Layman. Yoink. Well, here's the bottom line. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, you guys literally liked it. Yeah, it was yeah, really My mouth, good. big party in my mouth <laughs> um, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, that can, you know, that can be done again. So, you know, I mean, you know, not for St. Patty's Day, but any other holiday. And, now, and not a holiday. Really, at any time. Did anytime. you have cabbage with it yesterday? Was there like a, did you do the whole carrots and onions and... You know what? I have them. Uh, I didn't have the cabbage. I had potatoes and carrots and all this stuff. They didn't even get cooked up. I did like asparagus and some onions and peppers mm. and then... I love asparagus. Mm. And uh, mm. it was on the I grill. Like the it was on the grill, too, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, how was the gastrointestinal? I mean, corned beef, cabbage, for me, it's it's great, but it has its drawbacks. So you're not Irish. I am. I am. How is that possible? Well, <laughs> all of us Irish don't I don't, don't think, have the strong tummy. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty I sure like, Italian. pretty sure 95% of Irish people get colitis. <laughs> <laughs> There's 95% of Irish people, there's something genetically wrong with their bodies yeah, which makes yeah. them die early. Right, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot some about of that. it's anger, yeah. some of it's corned beef. 99% of it's anger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, my DNA has little tiny beer cans in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got DNB. <laughs> yeah. It's very special. All you can do is drink a lot, sir, but the rest of your life will be extreme pain. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be able to drink however much you want. Yeah. And yeah. not feel guilty. Right. So. I didn't go out. I just kind of put a nipple on some Jameson the night, uh, on the night, right. on that, that night because the wife had, uh, the big day, the marathon the next day. So Ooh. it wasn't a big, so I had to kind of, pre- you know, I, I left the house at, uh, 4.30 in the right. morning. Oh my God. You got lucky on the marathon weather. Yeah. What, yeah, it was supposed to rain yeah. from 9 to 9. It was supposed to be like 12 hours of rain, and it did not rain, which That's is amazing because weather, I mean, weather people really don't know shit. Yeah, it's, mind, it's mind-boggling that they can take all the little equations and computers right. and the $500 million worth of equipment for like, what, 40, 50 years? Right. They have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, right? It just goes to show you. Honestly, I tell better weather. Just give me a day in advance. I can tell you what the weather is. Really? Yeah. I was a canoeer as a kid, so I did a lot of outdoorsing. I could tell. tell A lot of outdoorsing and like reading the sky and making sure you had to know what was coming. You and kind of clouds. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm native to America. Oh, he is. He's. You could actually. We could call you Native American. As you could. As we could. We could profits. Yeah. Uh, No. None. None. But up there, especially in New Hampshire, awesome. Awesome. awesome canoeing. Yeah, and a lot of different clouds. Yes. A lot Rings of around clouds. the moon. That yeah. was one of the rules, right? Rings around the moon. Oh, yeah, what's that? Uh, what's that rule? Is it red moon or rings around the moon? Uh, one of, one red of them sky is at night, sailors, sailors delight. Sailors delight. Ra- uh, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. There you go. Yeah. So, red sky at night, sailors get laid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get laid and wake up to a sunny day. Sweet. Wow. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. <laughs> Canoeing. <laughs> Canoeing. But yeah, I, I, I was telling my friends Sunday was going to be okay because after that rain on Saturday. I didn't get the memo. And, the, and then the wind, I was like, there's oh, no said. way these clouds are sticking around. It blew it right out. Blew it right out. Yeah. It did, so. didn't it? Mm-hmm. And so she finished. There, last year she yeah. did it, and when she got in the car, she was really bummed. She uh, finished over six hours. It's like six hours, 26 minutes. Okay. She says, that sounds good to me. She says, I'm doing it next year. She goes, next time I do this, I'm doing it under six hours. So that was her goal for 12 months. She finished five hours and 58 minutes. 
Um, what did she say? Like, what did she say about her pace? When did it did it pick up at the end? Did she really? Well, right at the end, because I got a. You could sign up to get texts every time they run right. 10k, and so I knew from the last text that her expected finish time was five hours fifty nine minutes and like twenty three seconds. Oh my god! So I text her. I'm like, hurry up! Wait. So text her. Does she get texts? How is she getting? Yeah, I spoke to her a few times, and she was checking her phone. Her, she has her phone on her. Oh yeah. She walking this marathon? She running it. What, Dude, that's a lot of what kind of shorts does she Dude, wear? Have you ever watched like um everybody's on their phone? Like all I mean Oh, do they have like the, the belt with the Yeah, with the, oh, oh the yeah, she had a full utility like the Batman utility belt. Oh, okay. She so had, she like, had a pouch for too. like like poncho, all Peanuts. different drinks. Because you need you need like the the special <laughs> like uh, professional Gatorade stuff with electrolytes. Like the performance. Yeah. yeah, you need the goos. You got to goo up. Oh yeah, you got to goo. Chocolate the goo is what I yeah. got her. Chocolate uh, goo. Tylenol, <laughs> like specific painkillers. That is so dirty. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. from what I've heard, thing. I have a couple friends who've run marathons. Uh, most of what gets you is small little nagging injuries, like yeah. you know, you're you're you start to get a blister or Fresh chafing in. gets you, yeah, and you just right. you know you can't take it over twenty six. They solve that problem. I just found out about this this they year for the first time. They have a huge piece of whiteboard with slabs of Vaseline on it. Oh, people just go like this. So literally, when you're wow. running down near the you water stations, just... you just grab a swath and fucking, you know, because some men, you know. Oh, nipple chafes the Your worst. Your nipples will... You guys have sensitive nips? Yeah. I, I, wear, I wear Under Armour now when I run because I always used to get bloody nipples. Uh, yeah, I, I, had, I, had, I used to wear those. Remember when you were a kid, you had those plastic-y kind of like uh, basketball jerseys? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it would sh- oh, cheese grater. shred your oh, you guys have Cheese shredded? grater. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You, guys, yeah. you guys didn't have like the nice mesh, you know, unis? No, no. Well, see, your nipples are kind of innies. Yeah, you. Right, I got innies. I don't know. I haven't seen your. Uh, well, we won't do. A, we can I do a nipple showcase. Really later. buff people, their nipples go to the side. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're that buff, huh? But my nipple, my nipples, <laughs> my nipple goes straight out. Oh, that no, like like Bing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like like where his nipples point like down. At exactly. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not me. Well, when you have I, good nipple tone. <laughs> you get great nipple tone. <laughs> Thank you. My nipples are just so small that like they immediately become like perky at at a moment's notice. So they're all always a little bit sticking up. Oh, we don't lay up. flat very easily. That makes no sense. When we're to hooking me. up later. <laughs> but I good to know. <laughs> For sure. But I believe I believe you. <laughs> good. Even though I don't understand the thought process. Um, wow, can you imagine like it's kind of the, you know, people really getting in there with the Vaseline and then it's the second go around, they're swabbing the next one and you're like, those are pretty dirty. Yeah, yeah like, like there's this thing called. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sure you don't go back for seconds. So well, like, I know, right? But, but like, but like, swath and bring it to but the next one. But when you hit the next one, yeah, yeah and that guy's been swathing. Yeah, it, well, the guy <laughs> double dipping is it like a dip <laughs> rule? Once you swath, you only get one go. Oh yeah, the, the guys have no. Your... I I heard about a dude, uh, Darla's friend saw a guy took a big swath of it and reached, put his hand down his pants and just lathered all the way <laughs> sure, up sure. and just kept on going. Yeah, Dude. but I mean, if people... when he hit the next board, did he go again? Because that's where it gets no no. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> that's where it's L.A. problems. You know, you get yeah. city dwellings. <laughs> it's just all didn't cubes. These guys <laughs> in... <laughs> didn't these guys like lube up before? Well, some people have you... never. Some people Jeez, you really jump into the race without having run long uh, distances. All you people like out ten, there are lube miles. first. Yeah, yeah. People, it's yeah. I mean, to really so, train over 10, 15 miles. 
really hard. So you have people in basketball shorts and just normal underwear without any sort of, and they go and they just start losing it. You know, they start getting the blisters and the, you know, maybe maybe they buy new shoes, they don't break them in. You know, there's so many. That would be stupid. That's stupid. So many different mistakes. You got to know you can't just. I mean, Darla went through three pairs of shoes just for training. You know. Yeah. And you need you need to have shoes that fit your feet. There's the wobble test. You guys ever do the wobble test with your shoes? No. Uh, Here's the wobble test. Ready? You get the shoe up on the side, and you go like this. You drop it. You go, and if how much it wobbles at the end there. Okay, so it's on its side. You drop it onto its sole, and if it makes a lot of wobble, if it's like a lot of wobble, then you probably don't like. It could hurt your. It could hurt your knees. It could hurt your shins. Ooh. You could get shin splints. Oh. Yeah. So a wobble test is what they'll do at like a walking store. To find out, like, because you know, when you're landing, that's a, like it's that balance. You yeah. know, you you're balancing yourself, but the shoe is, especially with the ones that are raised up. You know, you're relying on that yeah. surface. To Folks, and, test your shoes. Yeah. Now, do yeah. they need a, a a wobblation device? I mean, how do you know how much wobble is too much? It's just like I, a wobbler. I guess it's people just, who are who are kind of trained for you it. You can so eyeball it. I only I only saw that at a physical therapy office where he where the the gentleman the physical therapist did it. But he had the training, so I don't know exactly what's the best. Right. But I know that if it goes, if it goes, if it wobbles and it goes back, you know, like it can it can tip back, uh, back and forth a lot. So it's like you got to make sure. And you know, because shoes soles some are thinner than others. So right. And then yeah. you got the wow. arch support, depending on sure, you know right. whether your feet tend to incline or right. or. Uh, Right. The other way. The other way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, de- yeah. You know, like if you if your feet turn in a little or if your feet, feet come out a little. Right. Some people walk on the outside of their feet. Some people walk on the inside of their feet more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'll, you tell, got... you'll tell on the, the sole of the shoe is worn down uh, in the back on one side or the other. It's big. My, it's big. Mine is always worn down on the outside. I noticed. Yeah, yeah, see, like for me, my Problems. my right foot, my big toe on my right foot is a size bigger than my left foot. Mm. So it's like I've always had an issue until I bought New Balances and nice and wide so it doesn't, you know, I don't oh, yeah. I don't blow out like my You don't right blow side. a toe? Yeah, blow a big toe. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It's a big, uh, big deal. Darla put on her uh, high heels this morning. She goes, oh, my knees, my knees feel great now. Like it made her knees feel better. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. How weird is that? That's that good. Weird. You're like, don't keep doing it, honey. So, yeah. <laughs> all day long. Do the addition for me. Uh, under six hours, 26 miles? 26 miles. Point two. 26.2. 26.2. What does that break down to exactly? Per mile? Oh, it's like 1340, I think. 1340 a mile? That's good. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it, when you're running a marathon, you meet a ton of people that like, do it and like run professionally. So right. sometimes, you know, the new marathon runners all feel like chumps, but that's really good. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to train for uh, six, seven months. You know, it's a huge thing. And yeah. so even to get there is a big accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. 13.7, uh, was that 13.7 minutes per mile? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 340. Um, that's amazing. It's, I think it's like 0.7% of. All people have ever run a marathon in the world. It's like you're in the less than one percent. Yeah, have done it in under yeah. six. No, have done a marathon. Have ever. done it ever. Yeah. yeah, so it's already you're already way up there. You know? Right. Yeah. So a lot of them are very hard on themselves. Like when you get an A, you're like, oh, I wanted an A plus, just because <laughs> it's so much dedication. Right. But yeah, they. I mean, just to finish, dude. Yeah. 
And they're, they're talking about uh, her and her running partner talking about going to Greece for the actual first marathon. That would be Oh, badass. yeah. That'd Where be you could deal. do the same course and everything. That would yeah. be great. How wild is that? Yeah. I think Didn't that's... that guy die at the end? <laughs> marathon? The marathon guy? Yeah, actually, I think there was like a lion waiting for him. Right? <laughs> no, I, I think he like he like ran it all out. No, and then really? Like, and then like collapsed and died, but he got the message through. Wasn't that the wasn't that the mythology? Oh, or the... I think that there's the mythology behind that. I oh, don't know wow. if he died. I never heard that he died. Yeah. That would explain why it's twenty six point two because he was supposed to go twenty seven. Right. Yeah. He died. Yeah. It was like, ah, this is how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe twenty seven is yeah. a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever he fell, that's how long a marathon is. That's, that's it. <laughs> Maybe he made it twenty seven. They backed it off a little. And they were like, he died at twenty seven. Let's just back it off a little. Wait a minute. Maybe it's just metric. Maybe there's a solid number if you convert that to meters. Yeah. Or, or kilometers. Do you think it was? Probably ran in bare feet, right? Probably not even flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He. Yeah. He tore it up. Yeah. That's the thing. He didn't these, have a wobble. And these test. runners. No. Well, these runners. No wobble right, test for that guy. Don't the um, some of the runners? I guess what they do bare feet. Yeah. Right? They train. I've heard of that. They train yeah. with their bare feet. That's insane. But I mean, you can build up those calluses. But damn, that's some thick sole. Yeah. No, I've heard of people doing that for the marathon. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. In the Boston Marathon, yeah, for sure, because you win a lot of money if you win that. Time to train, boys. We gotta How win much some money. money is involved in a marathon? Like uh, LA think, Marathon, number one guy, he wins. I think it's like you can. I think if um, the, actually my professor today said that they give the women a 17 minute start. So I think that if the if the uh, the front runner for the guys actually beats the leader for the women, it's like a hundred thousand dollars extra. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's some incentive. We're talking right prices, right? Money. Yeah. This We're is, talking. This is oh, big. it's a, it's a shit ton of money. And yeah. I think that just the Boston Marathon alone is like, I I think it's more than that. I think it's a lot a lot of money for the Boston Marathon. That's why it's a really popular race. Right. People run it. People want that that dip. You got to qualify for it, right? <laughs> but that's yeah. the thing you have to qualify. <sighs> right. Just qualify. Right. Alone. Didn't Will it. Ferrell run that? I don't know. He runs. He, he does least, he run? He used to run marathons. I don't know if he still does, but I was impressed by that. Yeah. I'm impressed by the physique of people who t- come up to me and are like, "Hey, I ran a marathon." I'm yeah. Like, Really? Really? <laughs> you're like, you look him up and down. Just kind of, nope. You did the... Were you... Because <laughs> you're shaped like a giant donut. <laughs> you, look, yeah. you look like you got some extra. <laughs> you mean you watched a marathon? Yeah. <laughs> you, what, do you, what do you mean by ran it? Like, yeah. You took your time? Sir, Was this on the Nintendo 64? Yeah. Sir, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, your cardiovascular right? must just right? hate yeah. the rest of you. Yeah. Oh jeez! <laughs> I'm breathing for two in here. Yeah, well, I mean, you know I don't. I, mean? I, I like to. I like exercise, and I, you know, I enjoy exercising. But there's no way I'm gonna be running a marathon in my time. I'm just not a runner. I don't like it. I'd rather play basketball like for six hours straight or something. Right, you yeah. Know? I don't, don't think. Do that. Uh, health, <laughs> okay. I, I don't think health-wise, there's a real strong argument that it, running marathons is good for you. However, uh-huh. everything surrounding it makes people healthier with the training. Right. Yeah. But sure, the actual sure, sure. act of it is well, not, it's, it's, not recommended me, really at all. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, it's, you're it's not tough on your knees. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you, yeah. you get chafing. Your knees yeah. get like... Chafing will take years off your life. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know thigh chafe? <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. Tell me about it. Man, I don't want that. Nobody does. Lube it up. Lube it yeah. up. Yeah, lube it up, folks. Yeah. Keep it lube Actually, it's called... Message I think it's of the day, lube it up. Pro Glide. She's got this thing. It looks like a little deodorant thing. You oh. take out the cap and it's just like, you know, hardened Vaseline and I'm you sure put it on. I'm sure it's like even, yeah, even like KY would be perfect. Astroglide? Sure. Astroglide. Whatever yeah, works. Right? 
Sure. It's lube. As long as it's not flavored. When you're... <laughs> Strawberry? Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll get hungry halfway and you'll be like, oh, you will. Man, that, well, did you, smells so good, I just want to... Did you hear the episode? Bite out of my thigh. <laughs> we reviewed the new uh, bacon lube that they had. Bacon lube? We no talked way. about it on the show. Oh, my God. And we invented the sexual position called the BLT. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't remember it. I was, right. I was probably in a heightened blackout. You, you were probably in one of your... <laughs> Yeah, you were. Yeah, mentally you might have been somewhere else, but yeah, uh, they do have that, and yeah, that would probably be the last type of lubricant you'd want to use. Yeah, don't do sure. that, folks. Right, dogs will be following you all the way down. Oh the street. my god, yeah, right. It's not good for a dog to run a marathon. <laughs> I guess one guy had uh, made a sign, and he was on the sidelines watching the marathoners, and it said. Worst parade ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Good for him. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One point to you, sir. Right. Um, geez, do you have some uh, items for us? I believe we have to give a shout out to... Oh, um, we're giving a shout out to the podcast called The Milk Bar to Jason Forrest and Zoe. Who sup, hosts, sup. Who do a podcast and uh, we got our first donation of one whole dollar... So, thank you very much. The Milk Bar, you can find it on iTunes if you want to listen. Uh, some British folks doing some music and a nice, lovely little podcast. We're now subsidized for half of our yearly budget. <laughs> right there, yeah. For 50 Boom. cents. Boom. Yeah. I gotta be getting like a, a two cent payout on this, You right? get some... Um, <laughs> we, we'll have to negotiate yeah. the whole... I brought some solid material here, guys. This isn't sag. <laughs> The corn. Yeah, this is non-union. The only, the only problem is that you still owe me for the corned beef. Uh, yeah, so. you owe him a lot for that. Yeah. He didn't tell you how much that it was cost. That was my dying You're going to have to dark. come back, aren't I? Uh, yeah, hey guys, thanks for the donation. Um, Bombs, you started listening to an episode. I have not gotten through it yet. I just I just downloaded it. So I'm going to give a I'm going to give a full summary, basically. Of what I feel about them. Okay. Later, and the Universal podcast, the guys there are, uh, they, they're fans of the show, and we have not given them a full shout out and review yet. Yes. We've been very bad, but, but we thank know, you very much. We know you're out there, right guys, there. and it is coming. I just downloaded episode, I believe it was 36, your latest episode, and uh, things have settled down in our worlds. So those are on the way. Yeah, yeah. The beginning of the year, real hectic for Jesus. for everybody. Just yeah. a nutty, nutty beginning. Um, so we're, now we're now we're back. We're kind of you know. Getting back into the zone. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm in the groove now. Yeah. You have. Do you have news for us, Cheese? Well, I've recently. Or philosophy first. I, I, I'm. I'm in the middle of developing a new philosophy, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's the greatest thing anyone's ever thought of ever. <laughs> just from a, you know, it's just a different objective way of looking, point of view. A just, different this, way of looking at the world. Is this better than the BLT? Hmm. Mm. It's questionable. The <laughs> second best thing anyone's ever thought of ever. All right, here we go. It, it's again. I'm just muddling through this new idea now. It's not refined whatsoever. But I was I was listening to uh, a tape from a book, and um, I combined that with some other rationale. So let me ask you this, Will. I'm just gonna dive right in. Go. All right. Mm. Do you agree that all humans are animals? Yes. All right. Now, what is the core underlying thing that all animals have in common? They need food. And Why? Air. Why? And jobs. Why do they need food? <laughs> uh, to sustain themselves right because it because it's something that benefits them right right okay so it like a human would say food makes me feel good but it's just right. something that you need that is you just do right right you have to yeah yeah i call it so i i call that instinctual rationalism when is that 
That could have been me. Now, bombs. It's now, someone should call you, so then so we can all share everybody, the guilt. Uh, trust me, I'm just not that popular. <laughs> so that's that's instinctual. Okay. Right? So all people. So when you eat a sandwich, why do you eat? I eat a, why do I eat a sandwich? Uh, because but, I feel hungry normally. Well, sometimes. Normally, it's because I feel hungry. Uh, sometimes maybe boredom. Sometimes just boredom. <laughs> well, how does it make sometimes you feel? Sometimes someone brought me a sandwich, and I'm like, oh, that looks good. So I'm going to eat it. Cookaroo? Go. <laughs> how do you feel after you consume food? Uh, I feel good. Good. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so my basis is that every single thing humans do is because at a core level, we do it because it makes us feel good. Everything. Right. Okay? So, for instance, if you if your father called you up and said, Hey, Will, come over and help me paint the house. You could be like, all right, I'll do it. If your roommate was there, your your roommate wouldn't say, Hey, Will's really wants to go paint that house. Because you may probably do it begrudgingly. Or if you have to help a friend move. Right. But the truth of the entire situation is that helping him makes you feel good. You're right. not doing it for him. And I think that's right. the biggest trick humans play in themselves. Right. And it's literally... In it's a, the idea that there's no unselfish act. Exactly. And so if you realize that, you can catch yourself from different situations. Like I was talking with a girl the other day uh, who was arguing with her friend for years. Like they had been falling out of their long-standing relationship. And so what I said is basically, you have not wanted to interact with her for a very long time. She goes, no, 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 I really want to. Our friendship is long and I care about her. Hmm. And I was like, no, 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 but you see, the only reason you saw her is because you makes you feel good. Yeah, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. That's not true. It's automatically going to make her feel bad when her base neutral feeling is good. So it's creating a step in your life that literally has no purpose. Right. And you really, by fear, basically. Afraid, when there's, con there's long-standing conflict or confusion, here's the thing. When there's long-standing confusion or issues or problems, it's because people are inherently afraid to feel good. So give me, give me, give me an example. I'll break it down. Give me something. Okay, so I, let me try and wrap my brain around this yeah. to, to begin with. No. Let's, go, let's go with um, this girl who is... Uh, hasn't talked to her friend in a while. There was some issue to start with, which is why they haven't talked in a while, or they just fell but out. But that of doesn't matter. She's ignoring her instinctual rationalism, where she opens the door, at her court when, when her mind isn't filled with the fear virus, she would literally say, "I don't want to go to Blank's house," and she'd walk inside. But she left that house knowing, at her core, that she did not want to go, and right. she rationalized it because she thought. She was doing it for someone else, but both choices were for her. Right. It's when you it's when you forget how you feel, and so when you when you she felt guilty, right? But mm -hmm. when you realize it, it doesn't matter what you do; it's all for you. You can say, "Oh, I'd rather be on the couch." Right. But it isn't. I would say I would say that there is no truly unselfish act. But I would also say that some unselfish acts also benefit other people. That's not the point, though. Because, because <laughs> even if it benefits them, you you do it or you're involved because it makes you you go down to the soup kitchen, right? Because helping people makes you feel good. True. And that's not what I'm arguing. I'm not arguing people shouldn't help each other. I'm arguing is that we're all connected because we're all selfish. You're right. saying to acknowledge it. Yes, exactly. Acknowledge I'm not, it. 
You're not saying always just go sit on the couch instead of going to see your friend because you don't want to. I'm saying 85, 80 to 85% of our lives are right, but there's about 15 to 20% of bastardization from an indefinable virus. It's called fear. It feeds on itself and it's easily spreadable. Right. What makes a computer run? Electricity. What makes a human brain run? Electricity. Right. Everybody knows computers are imperfect and they have problems and they have viruses. Right. When you hurt your arm, what do you do? You go to the doctor and you fix it. When you break your leg, you go to the doctor and you fix it. Right. When people have problems with their lives, they never say, there might be something wrong with my brain. They say, I don't need to go to a shrink. I don't need therapy. And probably they don't. Or some people take drugs, right? Which is yeah, not ex- necessarily their, ca- the, their exactly, way to go. Exactly, which is a numbing sensation because people not know... Not necessarily not the way to go. <laughs> drugs. Drugs, I mean... No standing up for drugs. All I'm saying is there was some spot in our evolution that created this electrical reaction in our brain right. that we that we don't know is there. That's all. And right. it's not easily defined, which is hard to make it talk. Actually, cheese, um, you would love... Um, Gaber Mate is an addiction specialist. I hate him. No, you don't. No, I don't know who that is. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Tell me about him. I'm sorry. Tell me about <laughs> Gaber Mate, addiction specialist. Awesome. You have to sit through. It's like a, a just about an hour of a YouTube video that he talks about addiction. Um, talking about really that uh, the simplicity, you know, you, you know, not to say it's simple, but that, you know, basically the chemicals that are in your brain drive what you do. And to say, he, you know, he says the approach to take, especially with addicts, but certainly with anybody, is to, is to really to look at not like what the problem is, but what do they benefit from it. And so that's kind of the... the, the Your purpose. The of purpose it. Yeah. of it. And he says, well, someone who's addicted to crystal meth um, is, a, yeah, like that's bad, but what are they getting out of it? And what does how does it benefit their life? And the thing is, is that, yes, it, it can... Uh, work in your brain where it fulfills certain areas of your brain that really might not have been stimulated that much um, when you were raised or, you know, growing up. It goes right. back to, you know, where you can relate it back to your childhood. But it's true that when you're really, when you're born, these connections are made and sometimes they're not always, you know, wired the way that, that it's like, you know, not to see, and it's certainly not normal because everyone's different. But, right. but that's a way that there's something that's unfulfilled. Right. So people... So will, he's saying your, your base wiring... Uh, is part of the reason the idea yeah. that, that you're a you, you know there's almost an addictive personality right. there's there's an idea that that a, a brain is wired where something is unfulfilled in the wiring and therefore they're looking for that thing that will fulfill that and when they find it if it happens to be meth right off and running if it happens exactly. to be chocolate I've, off and but running the funny it thing is, to is be, that it's not meth that actually gets you high it's actually meth that just allows your own brain, brain. chemicals to produce to to uh, to have you racing getting high off your own supply forcing your body to use the chemical that makes yes. you high and that's the thing is your body has everything you need and that's the whole thing of looking at it like you don't necessarily need something else but but certainly there's a and, is, there, and that's, is there any healthy way to give your yourself that that high well it's, <laughs> Oh like, uh, yeah, so there is. Those, so crystal meth makes your body produce this chemical it's, that gives you that it, whatever it allows I'm, the on crystal meth yeah yeah allows but, the the dopamine right. to stick around so dopamine you can get it other ways i mean is there any way to get that same reaction without doing something that's not the same reaction because because do, uh crystal meth is like ten thousand times the dose that you need right of dopamine it's there is no effort crystal meth people you've been justified <laughs> you guys hear the strawberry crystal meth now oh my god i got I, a picture of it i, I, I posted it on, on facebook uh, Stra- I it's like know. 
It looks pink. It's like strawberry. It's like wow. reddish pink. We should try wow. it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but going back to your, well, your I, whole thing. I, I think it's that's... really, really easy to complicate this, the same thing that we're talking about. Because, you know, millions of people have written books on it. But there's obviously not a really way, simple way to convey it to people. But there is no effort involved. Your base, are ba when you're born as babies, you, yeah. you're going through that all the time. La 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 la. Like there's no. Right. What happens is one day we get afraid. We drop a bowl and mom yells at us. Yeah. And all of a sudden the learning and the stimuli right. coats over everything. So all you need to do is not be afraid to be at your natural state. Right. And that's where the fear comes in. So like, right. like for instance, I'll give you an example. Some people c could consider it living in the present on some level. Yeah, trying but, to be as present with what your natural state is as possible. We've got to relate everything to action and instinct right because all the bullshit like if you're arguing with your parents you have to realize that you either attempt to fix the problem or you don't right but the guilt that you make them feel bad literally does not exist because you're just afraid of the fact that it makes you feel good to not be around them it's right. afraid the fear of feeling good right. so if we remember that everything we do is for ourselves all yeah. the time every from from sharpening a pencil to uh, love and marriage and kids, it's all selfish. And so when we catch ourselves during the day, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go. Like, like uh, there was an example. This guy uh, goes to his wife's, uh, his wife's mother's house. He goes to his mother-in-law's house every day, every Sunday for 15 years, okay? Right. He does not want to do that. But he's doing it because he thinks he's helping his wife. But the reason he would want his wife to feel good is to make himself feel good. And so it's, there's no difference between, so it's okay to say, I don't want to go. Guilty. You're just literally ignoring the fact that you always want to feel good. And that's where problems come from. Right. And so, yeah, that's it. There you go. You're just saying, but yes, should you go at any, I mean, should at any point you go because it will help your wife? You'll do it. You'll do it 80% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> You'll, you'll do it. No, here's the thing. You, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. you're this guy. You're like, oh man, I do this because it makes me feel good. So I don't really have to do it because I'm only doing it because it makes me feel good. It also helps my wife. Should at some point you also go, yeah, but it does help my wife. He won't have to think about it. He'll do it 80% of the time that he he was doing it 100. He'll automatically do it 80, but he will not think about it. He right. will just make conscious choice. Yeah, I'll go because it making you feel good will make me feel good. The right. connection never changes, right. but. Your life won't metamorphosize. You just cut out all the fat. Once you look at the fear, the problem's solved. You like sound like right. uh, Patrick Swayze from Donnie Darko. Look at the fear. <laughs> no, yeah, you, fear, ju you just do it or you don't do yeah. it. it. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. Right, yeah. When a, no, bun I, a bunny I, rabbit doesn't say, hey, like I, I wonder where I'm going to go like hunt today. You know? Right. Or, or like if, if a fox c comes down a ravine, he sees a bear... He's like, oh, I'm going to go turn around and go the other way. But a human go, holy shit, there's a bear in my forest. What are my kids going to do? What am I going to do? He right. would just hide his kids or not hide his kids. Right. Eat somewhere else or don't. No, yeah. yeah. So my, fr saying, my friends, yeah. my friends sometimes get like that. It's it's about you know it'll be a silly thing like oh my god I got you know a ticket. It, it's a ticket. You just pay it. Oh yeah. Or you don't pay it, and you just got to either do one or do the other. But all the fretting in between doesn't need to happen. I'm gonna lose my car. My parents are gonna find out. My yeah, girlfriend's yeah. gonna find out. I, I'm but, gonna be ashamed of like how stupid I was to have parked in a in a meter. You know what I mean? Like I have to find excuses to like tell people. So like, exactly that needs to get cut out for sure. 
So yeah. my contention is that the most important things <laughs> in our life do not require much thought. The petty at all. stuff, yeah, for yeah. sure. They don't require much thought. And so no. what what that does is that helps, you know, get rid of the the kind of corruption, the mental corruption. Because yeah. once you look at it and you can say, wait a minute, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with my life. What is it? And then if you find the fear, that's usually the problem. Booyah. Well, you look at the world a different way. There you go. And don't be a bitch. That's yeah, what we say. Don't saying. be a punk ass bitch. Don't be a bitch. Right. <clears throat> don't don't talk about your stupid little problems, your white people well, problems. And that's and that's, <laughs> and that's first world problem. Your first world that, problem. That is that is something that I think we as a we as a society have really become infected with, which is this this idea that all of our problems seem to matter a tremendous deal. And it's like, get the cucumber, get the zucchini. Whatever, whatever you want, whatever the decision is, just yeah. make the decision. It doesn't have to become an epic thing, but we we indulge that and we and we get caught in these. Oh, it's gonna be, and then uh, he's gonna want, and I'm gonna want, and then what? 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 Should we get the yeah. veggie? Because he's gonna. You know, it's like just that's what do my, something. That's why my fear is a choice. Take the make action, feel bad. but take the action. Take the action, yeah. and don't text me about it. Make yourself feel good. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself That's the way I good. translated it. Yeah. yeah, petty problems. And that could that could be getting the veggie, which helps him because that makes you feel good. That that's not you're not saying. And that's, that's fine. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not saying that exactly. Inherently, we want to help other people. Right. But if we remember that it's for ourselves. Right. It sounds fucked up, but I mean, it's you're still good. It's literally true, as far as I can see. Yeah. Yeah. And so that helps me with with, with oh, things. Oh, for sure. Because you you stop yourself about like you yeah. do the same things only better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're honest. Yeah, if you're honest with yourself about it, there you're you you're more open to doing it, and you're also more open to not doing it, which is a good thing to be sometimes. Exactly. Right. True. Wax on, brothers. Wax on. Yeah. Get and pure if you people. Want to, get wax pure. off. There you go. Whatever you want. If you want to wax off in the opaque bar at where is it? Uh, v Lounge. V Lounge. It's in the back of V Lounge, which is 2020 Wilshire. Used to be called 2020. It was called the Space for a while. It's now the V Lounge. Uh, it's a very nice establishment. Go there. Eat. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Eat it. Go there. <laughs> Enjoy it. And if you are a pickpocket <laughs> yeah. or a molester, you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> Will, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, this is fun. It's been great. Did we change your life? Uh, you changed parts of it, for right. sure. Like the time I was going to spend in this hour. Right. So that not part, You've already corn- made a different decision, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah. Not eating corned beef. Just, Decisions to it's not. It's weird, right? Because it, 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 every day we do about a thousand of those things. Right. And so if you change one, it's like, wait, okay. But it's just all about being. Right. It, it's Zen. All that's all it is. Right. Or heaven. It's the exact same thing that's right. been passed down for hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. But people have mislabeled. It just labeled it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was. I was. I was thinking. I need to go to the gym today. And I was like. And then you called, and I was like. That's what. That's the kind of the time I was thinking about going to the gym and God, I should do that. I haven't you done it in a couple of days. You should do that. And then, and then yeah. I was kind of like, it's not what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do this, and I'll get to the gym, or I won't. You won't have to think about it, right? But when I want to go to the gym, I'll go, and I'll yeah. be there. Maybe that's the easiest way uh, to do. It. If you think about out. something a lot. <laughs> I, which gym do you go to? That's <laughs> so I can be there. LA Fitness. <laughs> He's down at the beach with the hop, 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 with the dark. <laughs> That's me. That's the me. Big, the frog leap over everyone. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, we talked with about that. With my jams that are P, black and white. P1920X. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the machine that shakes you out. 
and you take shots and like smoke cigars with a monocle while you're like, all right, we're getting fit. Yeah. <laughs> Jolly good. Yeah. Jolly. Uh, wickedhappyfuntime at gmail.com. If you want to say hi or ask us a question or uh, give, a, give you a shout out about something, yeah, baby. hit us up. And we're on uh, Facebook as well. Folks, this has been episode 43 of Wicked Happy Fun Time. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're on Moss, growing on the same rock. You know, be good to each other. Yeah.